Oh, man, I'm super happy, excited, and proud to do this. Today's episode of the Red Pill Podcast is brought to you by Jesus and Mero, the all-new weekly late-night talk show now on Showtime. My boys, the Bronx's own Jesus Nice and the Kid Mero bring their illustrious take on current events, politics, sports, and pop culture, and they funny as hell. They've been doing this for so long. They deserve it so much. They're about to take over late night. All while talking spicy with the week's hottest celebrity guests. A new episode of Jesus Mero drops every Thursday at 11 p.m. only on Showtime. And now, for Jesus and Mero fans, which I am one, been one since the Uncommon Sense days, Bodega Boys, all of it, these guys are phenomenal. You can stream Showtime for only $4.99 a month for six months after a 30-day free trial. That's $5 a month, and you get your Deezus and Mero. That's a steal. Secure the deal and support the brand. Go to Showtime.com slash Hive. Offer available for new subscribers only. Spires March 14th. It's my grandmother's birthday. Dizzy Merrill couldn't be prouder of you guys. The show is phenomenal. Go out there and support these brothers. Not because the culture demands it, because they deserve it. Go do your thing. Also sponsored today's episode of The Red Pill is HBO Films' new movie, OG, premiering this Saturday at 10 p.m. OG stars Jeffrey Wright as Lewis, who is in the final weeks of his 24-year sentence in maximum security prison. Damn. 24 years. What the hell did Lewis do? OG takes an intimate and unflinching look at the journey of one man at the precipice of freedom. Good word there. Um, after nearly a quarter century behind bars, he must confront the impact of his actions and the challenges of re-entering society. Jeffrey Wright is one of my favorite actors. I think he's underrated. The dude is a chameleon, uh, morphs into whatever role he does. Groundbreaking, it was filmed on location at Pendleton Correctional Facility in Indiana, and its cast includes several of the men incarcerated there. The film premiered at the 2018 Tribeca Film Festival, where Wright won the award for Best Actor in a U.S. Narrative Feature Film. Be sure to tune in to OG, premiering Saturday at 10 p.m. on HBO, and streaming on HBO Now and HBO Go. This joint is executive produced by a friend of the Red Pill, Kareem Biggs-Burke. Shout out to Biggs, man. You're doing big things out there. And anything that he's involved with, you know it's going to be quality. You know it's going to be authentic. So we're really hoping that you check out OG on HBO this Saturday. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Red Pill, where we give you the brutal reality of truth. Today's guest on Van Lathan's The Red Pill, Sorati. Uh, Sorati are a uh, duo now, used to be a trio. We're going to talk about that in the, in the podcast. Uh, two sisters. Uh, that reside here in California, they're just a lot of fun, man. They're a lot of fun. They're super young. They are super energetic. Um, and they have millions of subscribers on YouTube. Everybody is talking about them right now. You might have seen them savaging the situation at the Rock Nation brunch because they have just signed with Rock Nation Management. They are huge. They are big and getting bigger. Want to talk to somebody uh, to use a word that I just used, on the precipice 
of breaking out and see what their life has been like. Um, we talk about a lot of things. We talk about how fame has impacted their family. There was a member of the group that is no longer in the group. That was one of their sisters. They get very emotional discussing that. Uh, these are real feeling human beings and they talk about, you know, sort of what their come up has actually cost them. Always interested to hear. Um, also, some of the shady characters, these are very beautiful young women and they've had to deal with some not so on the level guys in terms of their music careers. They say that there are a lot of quote unquote their words are Kelly's in this industry and they're hoping to be able to, at some point to take a stand uh, to kind of rid the industry of these types of guys. We also talk about some YouTube beefs, something I don't really know about. These kids beefing on YouTube. They have some beef with some other YouTubers, and they, they kind of get at them a little bit, man. But listen, if you want to know what your kids are going to be listening to in two, three years, now, next month, whatever, listen to these young ladies. They have a very eclectic um, sort of uh, diverse fan base uh, and they're doing their thing. I want to have them up here talk to them a little bit about their careers. I got to learn something from them. Hopefully they got to learn something from me. I rapped on the podcast but we took it out. Listen, I rapped on the podcast and, and when Sarati hears us right there, we took that part out. Like we listened to it several times and we're not doing that. Y'all rap and sing. They rap and sing. I don't rap. Now somewhere the video and the audio of me rapping exists. Maybe you'll hear it one day, maybe you won't. But I can tell that when I rapped, Sarati was not very impressed with me. So we thought Maddie, me and Maddie made an executive decision. It came out of the podcast. Uh, we're going to get to that in a second. But before we get to our guests, we have to talk as a family about Jussie Smollett. Okay. Now, Nothing is final yet, but it's looking with more certainty every single hour that Jesse Smollett in some way orchestrated the attack that he alleged happened to him. Like I said, there is nothing final, but it's looking as if he lied. Okay. The question now becomes, what if he did lie? What does that mean for everybody that supported him? I've had people come to me, been inundated with messages saying, Van, you were wrong. Van, you were wrong. You were wrong. You took a big L. Everyone that believed Jussie Smollett took a huge L. You guys were all so wrong. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think that I was wrong about anything. And if I was wrong for believing Jussie Smollett, I'm going to tell you guys right now, I'm going to be wrong again. And the reason why I say that is because I am hardwired to believe victims. I'm hardwired to believe people when they say that something has happened to them. Now, if we find out that what we thought happened didn't happen, if we do the due diligence and people are exonerated, then they're just exonerated. If something didn't happen, it just didn't happen. I am not going to double and triple and quadruple down on something, knowing that the evidence has shown the fact that this incident didn't take place. I will never, ever do that. I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, where attacks on LGBT people and attacks on uh, black men are commonplace. If not commonplace, 
they're not something that's so foreign and alien to us. So when someone like Justice Millett, who means uh, or meant or means, depending on how you feel about him now, so much to both communities that he represents, the African-American community and the LGBT community, when he says that something happened to him, I'm going to believe him. I have a cultural trust with someone that's been putting it on the line, doing work, doing that type of work, advocating for people. There's no reason for me to think that that brother would lie. Now, for everyone out there that didn't believe him from the beginning, kudos to you. And for everyone out there that was willing to step up and articulate the fact that they thought uh, that he wasn't telling the truth, good for you. For me, I don't feel any way about myself or anybody else that believed him. The only thing I feel really is anger towards Justice Smollett. And I'll tell you why. If I'm walking down the street and I see a kid and the kid comes up to me and the kid says, yo, you know, I just got beat up and jumped by these four skinhead Ku Klux Klan guys or whatever, Tiki Torch dudes or whatever, my response is always going to be where they at? Where'd they go? How do we get to them? Okay, that's going to be my response. I'm not going to sit there and break down the ins and outs of his stories. I'm acting. I'm on it. Let's go get them. Let's go forth. Let's make this happen. Now, if I start to break down his story and it doesn't make any sense, it doesn't come together. Now, this person that made the accusation, they become the them. They become someone that would weaponize fear, divisiveness in America, political discourse, and the culture of hating people, the culture of victimizing people because of their race and sexual orientation, they become someone that would use all of that for their personal gain, a la Donald Trump. I say all that to say that if in fact, if in fact, Justice Millett lied and there's a grand jury that is convening to determine not whether or not the attack on Jesse took place, but whether or not he orchestrated it. And he's got testimony coming from these Nigerian brothers who are going to testify that Justice Millett had them orchestrate this attack. If all of that is true, he's no different than Donald Trump. He's no different than someone who would take all the fear that we have, all the anger that we have, all the trepidation that we have about the climate that we're living in, and then weaponize that for whatever personal gain he could get from it, if that is in fact what happened. What that personal gain would be, I have no fucking clue. To what end this would have happened, I don't know at all. I couldn't give you a reason why someone would do something like that. Think about it like this. Kamala Harris recently announced her candidacy for the president of the United States. She wants to be 
the president. Before she announced that, this Justice Millett stuff broke, or maybe even around the same time, and she tweeted out support for him. Nancy Pelosi tweeted out support for him. A bunch of other people tweeted out support for him. Now, their well wishes, their sincere well wishes, have become ammunition for people that will want to take their platforms out. I don't know how you feel about Nancy Pelosi. I don't know how you feel about Kamala Harris. But those people are being victimized by lies. Victimized by lies of one guy, maybe, perhaps, if in fact he lied, that did it for a reason that could only have possibly benefited himself, unless there's something else that's going on. Now, there is a sliver of, of, of a possibility that these guys perpetrated this attack on Jesse for their own reasons and are now lying and saying that he orchestrated the whole attack and that we have to give room, obviously, at this point for anything to be true. But the reality of it is it looks as if this entire thing wasn't real. Um, now, as the MAGA people spike the football here, it's very important for me to say a couple of things. One is a lot of people have been coming out and saying, Van, when are you going to apologize to the MAGA people uh, that Justice Millett sort of put this on? I have nothing to apologize to them for because I did not wrong them. I believe the victim, which once again, I'll never apologize for. Never apologize for believing the victim. Simply won't do it. But those people asking for an apology is very interesting to me when you're talking about people accused of things that didn't actually end up doing them. Their guy, Donald Trump, um, back in 1989, offered $85,000, or excuse me, spent $85,000 to take out a full-page ad to bark on and uh, really destroy members of the Central Park Five. The Central Park Five were a... A group of black and Latino youths that were accused of a heinous crime in New York City in 89, which DNA evidence later exonerated them of. Now, Donald Trump did this before this case was adjudicated, before these young men had had their day in court. Uh, and he has yet to apologize for that, even though they've been exonerated by DNA evidence, even though Donald Trump, uh, in defense of Brett Kavanaugh, has said you can't go off a mere allegation and damn people. Even though he said that in the case of Brett Kavanaugh, a white man, it doesn't seem to be true for the Central Park Five. That plus a litany of other things that the figurehead of the Make America Great Again movement has done and has never apologized for I think it is fucking hysterical that those people would feel like they have any moral authority to ask anyone else to apologize for anything. Everyone that tweeted out support at Jesse Smollett, for Jesse Smollett, should I say, has deleted the tweets. Mine are staying up. I'm not deleting shit. I'm not taking anything down. The fact is, when I said that the MAGA people and the people that support Donald Trump were complicit in this attack, they weren't. 
because it doesn't look like this attack ever happened. But y'all got enough shit that you're complicit in. And if you really want me to run down a list, we don't even have enough podcasts for that. So I'm not going to feel in any way convicted because you guys got a taste of what we go through all the time. It's just not in my makeup. Call it a flaw. Call it a character flaw, if you will. It's just not who I am. Not that I can't apologize. I apologize quite frequently. But I would never apologize to someone who spits in my face. I'm not going to wipe spit out of my face to say I'm sorry to you. Okay? Once again, I didn't wrong you. If anybody was affected by the fact that Jesse Smollett said that some MAGA people attack him, it's too bad. It's too bad. Um, lastly, I'll say this. If, in fact, Jesse lied, I say if, in fact, because I still don't know fucking why anyone would lie about this. But if, in fact, he lied, he's all done. I want you guys to consider the stakes here. I want you guys to consider what it is that black and brown people, LGBT people, my Muslim brothers, some Jewish people, I want you to consider everything that goes on every single day that these groups go through every single day that not even what they're going through, what they're going for, what they're trying to accomplish in building new systems that empower them and give them freedom of movement um, and give them freedom of access. Uh, I want you to consider what these groups are doing to have these type of distractions. The reason why we would have to get rid of Jesse Smollett at least for a while is because there needs to be a deterrent to this type of attention seeking. If you want to post your ass on Instagram, dope. We all love that type of attention seeking. If you want to make funny skits, dope. We all like that's funny. If whatever you want to do for attention that's victimless, we need to do a lot less of that. But whatever you want to do, that's fine. This, we got to draw a line. This type of look at me, this type of, yo, like wanting everyone to feel a certain way or manipulating people's emotions, we have to draw a clear line that this won't be tolerated. And that if you do this, there'll be cultural and societal consequences for it. Very important. We'll say this, though. I'm going to believe victims again. I will. I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm not going to get into long debates with you guys. I'm not going to go back and forth with y'all. I'm going to believe victims again. If evidence says victims are lying, I'm going to admit that victims are lying. People lie. But when it comes down to believing people in their time of need, when they need help, voices, and platforms to talk about those things, I'm going to be here. And whatever that costs me, I'm happy to pay. Let's get to this podcast. Do you have blow pops in your hair? Yeah. It's a, it's a childhood thing. What is that about? I don't know. We're originally from the Midwest. I don't know if they do that out there, but like she was doing them heavy because she had like a whole lot of hair. I used to have a bunch of hair, yeah. but mm-hmm. I would just put it in. Oh, there's the girls like from Chicago. Because yeah. a lot of people from Chicago moved to Iowa. So you know how they had that whole swag and everything. 
the Iowa swag? No, yeah, Chicago would come oh, down. Oh, I was about yeah. to say, I don't know nothing about the Iowa swag. <laughs> no, I, I don't think. <laughs> nah, yeah. I think people in the Midwest, they get a mixture of everything. So, so that's how we are able to adapt. You know, I'm going to be real with you, though. When I see blow pops in somebody's hair, you know what I think? Like, I'm from Louisiana. I think, damn, like, we so hungry down there. We would have ate them bitches. Uh, like, <laughs> like, we, oh, would, no, we didn't have <laughs> enough leftover food and, like, candy to put it mm. in our hair. Like, you'll get that snatched out your uh, hair, man. You'll, you'll eat them later, though. You eat, oh, so you yeah. eat the bowl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not like After you y'all got, the like, the, the all the coconut oil on the handle of the blow pop and all of that? like... Actually, I really don't put nothing in my hair. Oh, here yeah. we go. It's like just water. You just know? water and it just curls up like Maybe that, Maybe a huh? leave conditioner, but yeah. No, That's it. Yeah. Hey, white people in the room, clap for Sarati. Oh, thank you. We yeah. part white, so. Are you? Yeah. So we half class white. Like. Yeah, you could. Let's get into that. You guys are half white. Filipino, black, and white. Yeah, Filipino, Filipino, black, and white. Yeah. Wow. Give me the background. Okay, dad's, background. dad's side black. Dad's side black. Mom Filipino. Mom right. Filipino, she's here today. Yeah. Hi, Mom. Hey, Mom. Hey, yo, Mom. How are you doing? And then Mom is Filipino and white? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, because people wonder that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that something that you guys get a lot? Yeah. yeah. They be, I don't know, people try to be petty, like, y'all not black, y'all not black. Oh, yeah, they be calling us so, culture vultures and everything. They we call like, y'all culture vultures? Yeah. Yes. First of all, tell everybody, because listen, my podcast, I like, my little brother is obsessed with y'all. Oh, that's how hi, it brother. started. That's my little, don't don't do that. He, <laughs> he's kind of a savage. He'll be like, oh, for real? And you'll get like <laughs> 25 or 30 DMs. Um, so that's how I kind of, I was like, yo, they fun. They got a good energy. And it mm-hmm. seems like y'all are building. Because when things first started popping last mm-hmm. year, your social media following was a lot less. Now mm-hmm. you're like yeah. over a million followers. You know, booming, like, booming, you know. Y'all doing your thing. Yeah. So like, how did it start? Like, give us like what, it, first of all, you guys are both, you're not just social media influencers, but you're musicians, right? Yeah. yeah. A group. That, yeah. A group. Yeah. It was just you two now. Mm-hmm. It was three girls before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We was like, is this question going to pop up? It My mom was like, girls. yeah. We'll give a little brief, mm-hmm. a little, you know, the whole thing. We could do know? it how it started off. Yeah. So, so uh-huh. our mom, she had us doing YouTube back in Iowa because it was our way of, like, expression because we all love music, family reunions. We'd be dancing and everything else mm-hmm. like that. But um, my mom had our- The Filipino li- side dances, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah, know, you know like Filipinos the- are the black, is- black of Asians, right? You know yeah. that? Is that true? Yes. I know that they're good at basketball. <laughs> they can sing, too. They can sing, too. Really? Yeah, yeah. They, if they can bring they, they dance, too. Manny Pacquiao can't sing. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, he, he sucks. Uh, but but go ahead, though. I'm sorry. So uh, mm. our mom had our younger sister sing... Um, was I, remember? I remember by Keisha Cole. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. we was in the back, like mm-hmm. dancing stuff to know? make her feel yeah, comfortable, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it it went viral. Yeah, got like so, over seven hundred thousand views. So we just kept doing it, yeah. and then we moved to uh, California in to pursue that. Yeah. yeah, like our mom just seen a Interesting. vision. Interesting. She yeah. seen it. It was it, like it, it just off makes with music first. That's what a lot of people don't know. Wow. We mm-hmm. moved out here in 2008. We were uh, doing, you know, in 2008. Yeah. yeah. So this is like 11th year out here. You're 21. Yes. Yeah. So y'all moved as as mom was on some Joe Jackson shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, that's real. Like I thought, okay, okay. So you, that this was young, young. Yeah, we okay. were young doing this. Like people were like these, like you know, you see Mike when he was young dancing. That's what we was doing, popping yeah. mm-hmm. out of cars. And mom, we would battle people like. Like our mom had us doing Battle everything. People. Yeah. Jesus. You know, the okay. whole jerking era? 
I got out to LA in 2006 yeah. and so when I first came out here everybody was doing every single type of dance it was really kind of annoying like everybody was just dancing and jerking and all of this fun. stuff like it was just, yeah same way I was trying to get to work but anyway um, so that happened then and then what so 2008 moved out here and they were doing school tours um, from like what I guess like 2011, 2013-ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we was gaining a following. And, you know, LA's the hardest crowd to crack. So we were like, if we can do this, we can go anywhere. So, you know, LA's very judgmental. They was we up cool. in Crenshaw. Yeah, was deep everybody in was just lit. They yeah. were just going crazy. So when we started doing, you know, covers on YouTube, you know, building up a following on Instagram, we would do like, dance little challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just started going heavy on YouTube because before that we were getting into the music industry we got into a bad production deal got out of that mm-hmm. so we took a break from uh, music because you know the, the R. Kelly's was all up in there and stuff like that so wow. it yeah. would really you know kind of delay where we were trying to go it was either signing me or sleep with me yeah. and he's like we ain't doing either yeah <laughs> uh, once again you're 21 yeah so people so, were coming at you like that then yeah, yeah. wow yeah mm-hmm. so um Going I'm in. disgusted. That makes my skin crawl. Yeah, right yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, we'd be filming for everybody. But yeah. um, so now we went to YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, taking a break from music because you know yeah. it just wasn't really like filling. You know, filling our void. So doing YouTube. Last, it was two years ago in mm-hmm. August Ju- or July, August. We started doing the YouTube playlist, or whatever. And mm-hmm. when we seen other people, they're like, you know, playing songs and stuff. We're like, oh, well, we we basically we, we know do, the smash. Yeah, we know. What's all a YouTube the playlist? What do you mean? We basically yeah. um, have a playlist. It's a bunch of music, songs, and we mm-hmm. just react to them and dance and, and stuff like, like that. Put people oh. on music. Yeah, since we sing, we rap, mm-hmm. we dance. It's just like basically like a little entertainment show. Okay, you know, with it. So we were in sync. Everyone was just grasping to it. So you know, year well, I'm gonna say what not a year later. I don't mm-hmm. know. We were just we we grew like really rapid with our with our following, mm-hmm. and then you know, it's when you grow up with fame. Uh, there's people that try to get in your ear mm-hmm. and telling, oh, you should go solo. Or you don't need them. You need to be doing this. Da, mm-hmm. da, da. You know, people would tell us throughout the industry that people are going to do that. Our mom tells us they're going to try to divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. And we're like, nah, we sisters, we tight. We, mm-hmm. we, roll, we go hard for each other. That's what we represent. And so, you know, her being the youngest and, you know, Gotten someone got in her head that wasn't good for her. Your actual sister? Actual yeah. sister. We're, yes. Blood sisters, yeah. Yeah. Damn, yeah. man. It's crazy. Dudes wow. who get in the, yeah. the head. So actual sister, <laughs> actual sister no yeah. longer in the group. Yeah. Mm. I yeah. blame y'all, man. Huh? I blame y'all. How you blame us? Y'all should have been stronger, man. Y'all should have y'all been no, stronger. No, we did everything. We did. Okay. <laughs> we thought, I'm about to say So that's, that's interesting, though. Yeah. But to be honest with yeah. you, uh, it's almost a little, it, I say actual sister, but Almost every band that has had real siblings in it has gone through those same issues. Mm-hmm. You guys didn't think that it would happen to you? No, not at all. I didn't think so. Remember, like, Michael Jackson fell out with his brothers. The yeah. more brothers mm-hmm. fell out with the other brothers. It yeah. just it happens. Yeah, man. it happens. So what? Ha- so you, you? I mean, are things cool now? Um, we try to reach out, but you know, some people just damn. Don't want you got you got to live and you learn. Yeah, mm-hmm. type of thing. And uh, she feels like she knows what she's doing, so yeah. you can. She's younger than y'all. Yeah, yeah. she'll step back and let her do her thing. So, yeah. damn. That's but you know what? I gotta be honest with you though. All jokes aside, that's gotta be a little tough because 
you know, family is everything. Yep. And you guys seem very tight as mm-hmm. sisters. It comes across in the videos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So it had to be a little bit of a burn to know that, like, you're amassing something and accumulating something and mm-hmm. people are starting to gravitate towards mm-hmm. what you're doing. And then as soon as that happens, that same success that you want mm-hmm. kinds of fractures your family a little mm-hmm. bit. Emotionally, what was that like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was heartbreaking. Like, we have a younger brother and a baby sister, and mm-hmm. it affected them a lot because... They're, they grew up with just everyone here. Like, we've never been Together, separated. Together, real mm-hmm. tight. Yeah. And so for that to happen, it's like you're used to someone being in your life. And you're used to that person, you know, showing that good side. And then... Stop mm-hmm. it. I can feel you. <laughs> <laughs> What's God, about to happen? Uh, you know, Upsetting? <laughs> yes. We're very, no, very upset. We, we've been through mm-hmm. a lot as a family. And we, the only parent we have is our mom. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of crazy stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. And so um, we just think, like... We wasn't gonna break up, right. you know. We but tried we, to tell her like, like we like, Yeah, <laughs> we tried to tell her it wasn't good. Our mom like the day before, uh, you know, she left. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, what do you want to do? Like, even if you don't want to do the group, what, let let's help you. You if you want to do solo career, what do you want to do? What's your passion? Mm-hmm. Like, you choose the guy or let me help you in another direction or whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be in the group. And she's like, no, I'm doing the group. Lie left, and then never heard from her again mm-hmm. disappeared Dis- and disappeared? so when we took it to social media because it wasn't like her like it like it wasn't like because we to took that. it to the police first and yeah. they said it sounds like sex trafficking wow. yeah yeah it got that it, it was it was really deep yeah. it was really real like everything was real and this yeah. is and and you feel like there's a man or there is there's a guy whose influence over her is causing her to act this way yeah and i feel like too like um with social media now, like with the NBA young boys and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. um, the way they treat females, a lot of these girls are being raised off of that. Like I, I've seen her once watch that live stream of her. Um, he put her in a lobby while he's up with another girl, and people think that's cute. Mm-hmm. Like even the you know the young music or whatever. Like our brother was kind of like listening to it heavy, and he was kind of changing him as well. Mm-hmm. So I blame social media and 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 these dudes out here because it's allowing people to think it's okay to be treated that way and we don't stand for that and even mm. with our music that we're going to put out now like we notice our, our our whole audience is you know younger females younger dudes and we're we're, we're teaching guys how to be gentlemen to females we're teaching girls to be confident and don't take bs from nobody and not allow a man or anyone to treat you that way or get in your head mm-hmm. like so for that to happen like we would preach that in our videos so we're just like how does that happen in a household our, our mom raised us all the same way mm-hmm. so it's like how how like we, we were always together so i you know being on your phone all the time you see different things and it change your mind and you you talk to that one person and they're just feeding you stuff you want to hear we we believe in zodiac so she's a leo i'm a capricorn <laughs> she's a taurus so leos are wow. very uh all in their own world they can be narcissistic you know they want uh ego <laughs> big ebo wow okay cool are you a leo no i'm an aries okay yeah <laughs> so yeah. That, that's strong commanding presence for you that's or just the yeah. the right the, the tension that they want yeah and once they get it it's like oh that's my world right there yeah. word, so word. You know. hey by the way clap for them clap for sorority <laughs> i'll tell you why clap loud man <laughs> let me tell you something intern <laughs> this is your second time being in the podcast <laughs> When I, if you're not going to follow instructions, when I say clap, you got to clap loud. I'll tell you why we're clapping. You guys just made Red Pill Podcast history. You guys are the first guests to cry on this podcast. Oh, so my God. All of these issues and deep-seated stuff. Yo, you know what the, you know what the deal is, man? Hmm. That's your family. Mm-hmm. One day, y'all going to hug, and it's going to be like it never happened. I'm, trust me. This wisdom's here. I'm 38. 
My sister's not speaking to me right now. <laughs> I gave you the money and you still mad. <laughs> Love you to death. You still mad. I just can't be the, you know, whatever. Anyway, um, it situations like this, obviously, things get a little bit more convoluted when mm. other people get involved. Mm. Uh, but everybody's got their own journey, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got their own journey. Mm-hmm. And then what's really going to be funny is if and when y'all are, you know, y'all got to come back and how you put your pride to side for family. Like, mm-hmm. is it always an open door policy for her to come back and rejoin the group and stuff like that? Well, you know, we, we did multiple <laughs> trials. We was going to drive down there twice. And we were told, if you come down here, I'm going to call the cops on you. We called her like, hey, we'll get we'll get you a house or your apartment, get you on your own car. Just get away from the duties. not healthy for you. We'll give you money, whatever mm-hmm. you want to do with us. So we just multiple times reaching out and then we get disrespect back on top of that. Mm-hmm. Like. Look, you just gonna have to live the way you want to live. Mm-hmm. We gotta, we gotta grow and be healthy, and and do what we gotta do. Like mm-hmm. last year was a whole world of hurt, and you know we had to be tough. That's why we able to cry now because we couldn't cry then. I mean, yeah. we had to be strong for yeah. our family, for our fans, because yeah. they was torn apart. They have our group name tatted on yeah. them and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's like we got real diehard fans yeah. and stuff like that. So it's like it's more than just us. We can't show too much. It was breaking down because a lot of people need that figure to be like, oh, if they're being strong and they're pushing through mm-hmm. it, then I can do it too. But so, so talk to me about y'all fans. Y'all got a lot of more followers on Instagram than I do. <laughs> It's, uh, it's the viral dance videos we be doing. And right. it's just like the energy. Like, it's our energy. We're always lit all the time. Some people be like, you guys are just, y'all too happy. Like, this ain't true. Like, y'all, mm-hmm. y'all doing drugs or something. Like, no, you don't need to do it that. It is. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, I watched the videos and y'all saw it. I was like, I was like, yo, yeah. man, <laughs> let me turn this shit down. Because, like, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's loud. The energy is infectious. Mm-hmm. What, um... What has the what's the worst part mm. of the extra added attention? What's the worst part of it? I mean, when you get good attention, there comes bad. So you you know, there's a shade room. There's the teen shade rooms. Okay, teen shade room. There's what's teen that? Teen shade room. <laughs> like a shade room. Shade room. Shade room just for teenagers. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like the younger artists. What? And yeah. And 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 I you know, Maddie, have you heard of the teen shade room? <laughs> I don't know if I'm sorry. I got. They just hit 700k. So team y'all shade room. Show Sarati some love because we just shouted you out right now. So y'all but, better show some positivity because we be dealing with serious. Y'all, y'all, and, have y'all been on the team shade room before? Yeah. Yes. So when that whole situation with sister happened, that was yeah, that was like our first debut. You mm-hmm. know, because we were usually people don't want to post anything that's positive. They want to post the negative. So a lot of the stuff. Um, some stuff that would be broken on team shade rooms, so they'll they'll put it on the shade room because that's mm-hmm. where they get their stuff from. But um, yeah, I just feel like when you you get a lot of positivity and you've got good things going on, there's negativity that come. Mm-hmm. So um, there's some people that are just watching to see us fail, like they were watching us to see us break. Like people are waiting for right. something to happen because it was just too perfect. Three sisters, you right. know, going hard. Da, 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 da. We got told we was too happy. Yeah, y'all are a little happy though. I that's mean, good. Like, we're all happiness. Yes. Who said that? Ain't, ain't that the goal? Ain't that the goal? Yeah, Tazio. Tazio. Shout yeah. out to Tazio. Y'all, yeah. y'all, y'all, y'all kind of happy. Yeah, yeah. you got to be. It's weird. Like, it's like, you got like, push through. You got blow pops in your hair, sister. You we're like uh, minions on Despicable Me. Yes. That is true. But look, I, 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 I will say this. The, the, the world 
needs that right mm-hmm. now. Is there any besides the happiness joint of it? Is there because it seems to be that you guys have gone through some mm-hmm. some personal things. Do you mm-hmm. put that in the music too? Oh yes. Or is mm-hmm. the music just all? Music oh, guys, express us the little black Taylor Swift because you Damn. know <laughs> we be going through. It's not like straight shots. It's not male bashing, but it's, it's just, telling a story. Yeah, like, like expressing your lies. feelings and everything else like that. Yeah, giving feeling back. Like everyone's been hurt before. Everyone's you know. Uh, you know, felt really mad in love. You know, someone's felt alone. Like we touch every aspect in the music that we're creating right now, yeah. and it's coming from the heart. So that's why we don't take back anything that we've been through because the stuff we've been through either makes it stronger or we're able to put that in and our give, music yeah, or and give advice to the yeah. youth and everything else like that. The youth. So. The youth. The we're youth. the youth. We're part of the youth, but you, we're saying you, so people understand it. You're five minutes it. old. Le- Le- no, just so people understand. Like you're, like, you're, like you're talking about giving it to the youth. How old are you? I'm 23. You're but 23. Like, you're so 21. You're five minutes old, <laughs> what man. What we talking you about? You're 38. 38 years I'm old. I'm speaking to you, so you know we talking about the youth. baby. Yeah. <laughs> My parents was getting it in the 70s, and now popped out in April. Um, yeah. So I, I guess, what do you think? Okay. So you talked about being in the industry mm. earlier and being young women in the industry and having to work out. Uh, being people wanting to take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. With the conversation that's going on now about that, mm-hmm. um, what are some of the experiences that you had? Like, what, like, tell me, for people that are out there right mm-hmm. now, because one of the most frustrating things about trying to correct a culture is mm-hmm. this. As a man, um, it's incumbent upon me to take responsibility for the young men in my community mm-hmm. and for the young women in my community. And for a very, very long time, uh, a lot of things were allowed to happen mm-hmm. and we didn't address them. Mm-hmm. We didn't address the treatment of our young women. We didn't address the guys that were doing this and we're trying to now, but a lot of us don't understand the pressures. Mm-hmm. They don't understand what happens. And until we do, we can't tell our young men how to be better. Mm-hmm. Now it should be obvious what you shouldn't do, mm-hmm. but you'll have <laughs> conversations with guys that'll be like, I didn't know I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about being put in uncomfortable uncomfortable mm-hmm. positions that other young women might be being put in right now, what do you mean? Okay, so off tops, right? Mm-hmm. They, these producers and everything, men, they do they test their boundaries. So mm-hmm. it can be some little as putting their hands on your shoulders when mm-hmm. they got all this space to walk around you mm-hmm. to see how, how much can I touch you. We take a picture, am I putting my hand on your waist or it's up here by mm-hmm. your breast area? It's um, in your music, you should talk about sex. We got to- told <laughs> in a meeting that y'all, that's what y'all need to be talking about. At what age? You had to be mad young, no, right? This, I mean, this is recently, but my thing is our drinking, age, smoking. Our age bracket is not like it's, it's a wide range, but there's a lot of young girls. Our target the, market yeah. is sure. like 13. No, we got corrected. Oh, Man yeah. 11, 11 uh-huh. to, you know, 54. 54. Like we are their moms. It's a family brand. So we can't sit there and be out there like, yeah. oh, yeah, we rolling a blunt, drinking and all yeah. that I mean, stuff like not, that. We don't even live that lifestyle. But even about like, let's what happened to like growing into that? Like if you talk about that stuff now, like what else are you going to talk about in your music or how are you going to elevate? Like we have a you know, seven year old sister. I want her to be able to enjoy our mm-hmm. music or whatever mm-hmm. to a certain point, And then we can grow into all that. But like. We it's get also tough. like um, even before though they wanted us to sing about men yeah. and, and uplifting men and I'm a cater to you I mean not not like Destiny's Child but like they was grown women right. but mm-hmm. like young girls talking about oh I need to act this way make or, you feel good yeah. and all stuff like that when it's like we got time to grow it's also 
the way a man looks at you. You can feel it. A man has intuition too. They know they can feel something when something's not right. Mm -hmm. It's also the way they talk to you like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get you right. And the way they say it, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you're supposed to be helping me sing, but what do you mean by I'm gonna get you right? And you right. just stare in my eyes. It's sliding into the DM mm -hmm. when you already have contact with, with my manager, manager mm -hmm. and everybody else like that and following me and putting hearts underneath pictures and everything else like that or just always trying to sit next to me and everything else like that it's, it's, it's so, just a, it starts little and then, and then it grows it, it gets bigger so you guys feel like um a lot of that stuff creates an environment mm -hmm. where they're because that's not just you feel like that's not just flirting that's creating an environment where you feel mm -hmm. like lines are being crossed and barriers are being it's broken basically to like one a, day inappropriate shit happens yeah what what is it when like a sexual predator there is it like pampering or something like prepping them mm -hmm. getting them ready yeah for that type of stuff it's kind of like putting it in their mentality like oh yeah okay that's fine they keep doing it it's fine yeah or and it's then, like oh so you just, yeah you they just this they this type of it. producer and they've done hits okay well let me just like tolerate that just so i can get my music you know i felt that way before like I have to be extra nice and and talk a certain way mm -hmm. or whatever. Let this person talk this way to me just so we can finish the session and get out. Like I shouldn't mm -hmm. have to feel that way at all. Right. Period. So when you're hearing about <laughs> all of this stuff going on, do you do you feel like what do you feel like should be addressed? Like what's the solution to the, to 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 the way young women are treated in the music industry? Like what what should we be doing? Do get all the predators out. Yeah. It doesn't matter what they did. Get them out. They shouldn't mm -hmm. be there. I don't care if you wrote the most amazing, amazing song or how can't, can't talk because yeah. there's so much going on. Yeah. But if you did the most best song or whatever, get them out. It doesn't matter. Like it's, mm. it's but not they, right. It's not right. People was, they, they, they were, oh, well, you're going to mute R. Kelly. Y'all need to mute everybody. Mute them all then. Mute them mute all. all. Get them out of here. Yeah. Like, there's better people in the world that can do greater things. That should teach y'all. Y'all should be making the right choices. Y'all should be making the right music. Like, even with, like, cussing, I know this is a form of expression, but you really don't have to do that if you don't want to. Like, mm -hmm. we, what? Cussing in your music? Like, mm -hmm. people, t people tell us, like, what the oh, fuck you mean? <laughs> 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 I knew you was playing with I'm me. I'm <laughs> cursing to children. <laughs> She literally has bloat pop barrettes in her hair, <laughs> and I'm cursing to her. Yeah, man, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been cussing since I was four. I'm not gonna stop now. I mean, that's, you know, that's your thing. No, like, no, I, I get what you're saying. I was about to say, I fuck with what you're saying. I was yeah. just about to say that. No, I get what you're saying. You a grown man, like yeah. I get it, but no, it's it's just ridiculous. Like, and then and then it's like, oh, we need proof. Why is this grown man around a 14-year-old girl? Why is this grown man around a 7-year-old girl? That makes no sense right. at all. Mm -hmm. Like, do you really go down to, oh, this had a video of this man peeing on a little girl's face? Like, yeah. he should have been out. But see, that's our fault. See, that's, I mean, that it's his fault. All his actions are his fault. Yeah. But um, when that video came out, uh, like, I was in college. I was mm. maybe, like, 19 or 20. And, um... It's difficult to talk about because R. Kelly is a music legend right there, but mm -hmm. he was in the midst of being the hottest guy right then, mm -hmm. right? He was in the middle of it. It was, he had come out before, he had had all these albums, almost everything that he did mm -hmm. was big. I think that the question that I asked myself and that people ask themselves is, how did we allow his fame to insulate him from being held accountable for these things when we knew that they were going mm -hmm. on? Um, and it's a, it's a, it's a weird question because I hear all of these things that you guys are saying mm -hmm. and it, 
that's just not my experience. The experiences that I have, the forces that I fight against have to do with systemic oppression, racism, police mm -hmm. brutality, and I understand them mm -hmm. so intimately. Mm -hmm. I understand like when, like for what you're saying right now, mm -hmm. I understand when a police officer is talking to me in a certain way, relating to me in a certain way, giving me microaggressions, and I know that that wouldn't happen in another case. Mm -hmm. And it makes me feel that way that you guys probably feel. I know mm -hmm. when I'm in a situation uh, and people are microaggressing towards me, not really saying it, but their body language is telling me mm -hmm. that, I less, that I'm less than, and I get it. Sometimes for, for men, it's hard to understand. It's not, it's really not mm. when you cross the big lines, but the smaller lines that make women feel uncomfortable, like we really got to learn those. Yeah. My biggest thing, because I was thinking like, it's real life out here and it's mm -hmm. harsh. So my best example is, okay, oh, a girl wore a mini skirt. She got raped. Oh, she was asking for it. She was wearing that. Okay, young men, y'all sagging. A man rapes you. You was asking for it, right? Yeah. Or yeah. you're wearing a hoodie and you walk into your neighborhood yeah, and someone sure. shoots you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You were wearing a hoodie. So you're, I mean, to be honest with you, see, things like that are so easy to me mm -hmm. that sometimes I wonder if we just got to start clean. Mm -hmm. Because we would, we will, the same group of brothers, and this is not going to be a bash men session because I'm a good dude. <laughs> um, but the same group of brothers that would be like, yo, man, uh, is fucked up what they did to Trayvon Martin or Mike Brown or mm -hmm. Eric Garner or any of these people. They can't make the connection between that sort of profiling and treatment based upon um, a pre-existing notion of what that person is. What they do is they mm -hmm. see a young black man and they attach criminality to him mm -hmm. because of the way he's dressed or because of the way he looks. Mm -hmm. And but in turn, those same guys will see a woman dressed a certain way and attach promiscuity mm -hmm. or a overall lack. Because even if you're promiscuous, that doesn't mean you want to have sex with everyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So they'll do that and it'll be like the lines don't touch. Mm -hmm. And it's weird. Yeah. It's weird to me. All right, we're going to move on to more happy shit. <laughs> Yay! Right up we our alley. Because y'all didn't cry. We didn't read Mess Up Society. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, we, I, you know what? My goal was to do a non-happy interview with y'all. <gasps> that was my goal. It wasn't non-happy. Not to make y'all sad. I don't want to make y'all no, sad. It was, it was, my goal was to get to the real core of two young ladies trying to make it here. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate it because you're not attacking us. you just really hearing us out. because you. Can Who attacks y'all? Everybody. Y'all get attacked? <laughs> yes. Let's talk about the light skin thing. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> so <laughs> let's discuss the light skin thing. Oh so um, a friend of mine, Shout out to Amanda Seals. We talk a lot about the responsibility uh, sometimes or things, uh, expectations that people put on her mm. because even though she is so talented, mm. she is uh, you know, a beautiful woman. Um, and uh, me and Amanda are just friends, America. <laughs> Let them know. <laughs> It's my homegirl, like homegirl, homegirl. We was all on vacation together, her, me, my, my lady, everybody, okay? So just friends. Um, so the light-skinned thing, though, certain uh, uh, the, it, uh, women feel that they're not included in uh, a certain beauty standard. And Amanda has to deal with that because 
uh, a lot of what she gets. People say, oh, that's light skin privilege. She gets to do that. Mm. You guys, I don't think it gets no more light skin. And, <laughs> and, and so what do, how do you guys feel colorism, all of those things? What's your overall take on well, it? Well, um, being mixed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let me see. I don't, people get so offended with this, but okay. You're, you're fully black you have a crowd that you can, it's like home to you. Mm-hmm. White people, they have, I'm white. I have a crowd I can fit in. You're mixed. You're everything. Black people see you as white. Are you light-skinned? You're not full black. You don't count. Mm-hmm. White people see you as black. Eartha Kitt said it best. She's, I think, Indian, black, and white. And she mm-hmm. said, I'm everything. I can't just commit to one. I'm everything. And it's hard because when she said, when I go to this and I go to that, they see me as just one thing. And it's like, I feel like, when you're mixed too, I think mixed people really have to make a claim like we're mixed. Hmm. Like this is this is us. And we gotta learn to adapt. Like yeah. we don't get bullied, we don't get accepted. And but it's like we have to toughen up and not say nothing because it's like, oh, you know, someone uh, being black, you know, or being in you know, a darker shade, you know, I don't uh, get certain opportunities and da da da. I I get treated mistreated da da da. Like everyone gets mistreated. Like Indians get mistreated. Like they don't have no home. Mm-hmm. Res, you know, reservations, they have to have a, you know, a casino on them and, and you know, that all their money's gone. It's just like everyone gets treated. Do you think that specifically, though, and this is part of a this is something that's unfair to y'all, mm-hmm. but it's really something that you guys mm-hmm. it's going to behoove you to understand it. Right. Mm-hmm. You're still very young. Yeah. Um, my mother was a dark skin. My mother mm-hmm. was. Excuse me, mama. <laughs> God, don't let nothing happen to my mama. <laughs> mama, and she hasn't gotten any lighter. My mother is a dark-skinned woman, okay? Beautiful dark-skinned mm-hmm. woman. Beautiful. I'm a kid, right? My mom mm-hmm. comes up to me one day, and she goes, yo, I want you to know something. So I was like, why? She goes, I want you to know that you're handsome. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and she was like, well, I'll tell you what, you know, you're handsome, but you're handsome in the way that a black man is handsome. Because I was in class with a bunch of white kids. Mm-hmm. She goes, you have full lips. You have a big nose. Mm-hmm. You have, like, you're handsome, but you're handsome like your father is, like a black man is mm-hmm. handsome. Mm-hmm. So if you go into your class and your classmates don't right away find you mm-hmm. overly attractive, right? Mm-hmm. If they think that the guys with the light skin and the curly hair, uh, if they think that they're the guys that are attractive, don't be down on yourself. Mm-hmm. People will come around. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll be a thing. But mm-hmm. don't think that you're any less. The reason why she had that conversation with me is because growing up for her, being a darker-skinned mm-hmm. woman in South Louisiana was not the lick. Mm-hmm. She was told a bunch of times, uh, even men in my family would com- comment on her skin tone and tell her different things about herself. Mm-hmm. So the trauma and the hurt that's there, mm-hmm. a lot of times, that's what you hear talking to you. Mm-hmm. You don't even hear people's actual criticism. Mm-hmm. They look at you and they think, everybody thinks they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they think it's because that. Mm-hmm. Is there any part of you that can really relate to that? Like, cause sometimes it, you have to take yourself out of the way they're making you feel mm-hmm. and kind of think of the way that they feel. How, do, how does that ring with you guys? I'm going to say this. Um, us being light-skinned, mixed, or whatever. Uh, light-skinned. 
light skinned it. Um, I seen a comment saying, um, "Where are more of the dark skinned girls at? The only reason why they're popping and they're allowed to be in the industry is because they're light skinned and pretty. And that, mm. like, that you know, we're talented. I've, I feel like we're talented people. Extremely know. talented. T- yeah. We so you, so we're just getting where we are. <laughs> we're getting where we are just because we're light skinned and, and, and pretty or whatever. It's just not true. Yeah. It's hard yeah. work. So like y'all are just. We actually got told we were ugly. Oh yeah. We, uh, by, yeah. by um, a record uh, exec. You know, from from the record label, he was like, "They not it. They not cute." And it's like, we're light skinned. Da 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 da. You know, everyone yeah. has their own preferences. <laughs> uh, we we think uh, dark skinned girls are pretty beautiful. Every every race every, is beautiful. Everybody's brown. pretty like, yeah, beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's not one piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, but yeah. like, but like, it's like we have a lot of lot of um, fans that are you know, there's a lot of dark darker shade girls or whatever mm-hmm. so we just want to know we love y'all and we do it all the time we, we shout out to mm-hmm. our hispanics we shout out to our caucasians mm-hmm. our asians but that's because we, we we understand you don't it. have to shout out the white people if you don't want no i'm just letting you know like waking up white in america is a shout out <laughs> like you wake up and america goes hey it's your country so you <laughs> but you know I mean, you can skip them if you if you close on time <laughs> the craziest part you don't too? have to shout them out, they got their own country <laughs> that um because in high school i had a friend he's middle class i love white people but yeah he's middle class <laughs> white boy white and he people. was like crying because of obamacare because his family's on and stuff like that and he's like what people don't understand is middle class white people also have it hard like they, no no because he said there's a, there's scholarships for minorities and stuff like that and he said I have to work harder and he was crying he was upset and I'm like he's misinformed sweetheart oh well I guess but I mean I, I felt mean it because everybody yeah. has yeah. their own issues and you know what I would do to him? own problems like, I would hug him yeah and then I'll be like you better get your white ass out there in society and go be something yeah, that, I would I, mean, hug, I would hug him I'll be like yo fam just let you know you white. They waiting for you to succeed. Get out there and start a computer company. <laughs> Not about to listen to that. Hey, man, listen, It's I'll tell you what. I think America would be a much better place if poor white people understood just how much they have in common with poor black people. Mm-hmm. But it's sometimes it's hard to do. To yeah. be honest, like if you go into the Appalachians or pl- places in South Louisiana where I'm from, yeah. um, we're the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only thing that really separates us is skin color, but mm-hmm. there's still something mm-hmm. is that there's an indicator. But listen. This is what you guys are here to do. <laughs> you guys are here to comfort mm-hmm. the middle class white people that don't think they have their own country. <laughs> I'm here to be like, get your ass out of my face. Okay? I want to talk to us something else about you guys. Uh, the, the, the last video that you did, you were like in like, or one of the videos I watched, you were I'm like. Dressed up like dudes. Dressed up like dudes. <laughs> And you were making a video because mm-hmm. guys had made a video about a video that you made. Yeah. Understand that. Inception we're doing now. <laughs> they made a video about guys who made a video about a video that they had made. So, old people, something happens on YouTube. Like, when the Kanye shit happened, I went on YouTube and I saw mad people that made Kanye reaction videos. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially someone running the clip of what happened between me and Ye and then just reacting to it. Mm. Couple things, you kids have way too much fucking time on your hands. <laughs> Not only the people who are making these videos, but the people who are watching these videos, watching a reaction video. Can, do people ever make reaction videos of reaction yes. videos? Yeah. Yes. This is ridiculous. Reaction, okay. reaction, reaction. Reaction, yes. reaction, reaction. Yeah. I'm yes. telling you, this is ridiculous. However, this one, you guys seem to be a little tight. A, a, a little salty. Tell the story for Look, everyone. Sarati okay. ain't be crying no more. We be loud all 2K19. <laughs> Just because. Like, tell, tell the story. 
Because I know the story now because I did the research. Okay. So, well, like, we, don't, oh, we, no. don't, 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 don't. We gotta say names. Cause. Don't shout them out, even though I know who they are. Yeah, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, but, but, um, <laughs> don't shout them out. But <laughs> what happened? What happened? And then what happened? Okay, so we, we, um, did a really, uh, great twerking tutorial. Okay. It mm-hmm. went over First time. one point. Mm-hmm. Four, one point seven million. I don't know. I think it's like two point eight. Oh, two. Wait, no, two. Yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. Two point seven million. Okay, and so everyone was doing reactions, and you know, a lot of guys react to our stuff, just anything, music videos, playlists, all that stuff. And people noticed that a lot of our fans will go watch their reactions because they want to hear people talk about Serati. Oh, like, oh, they're cute. You know, you know, teens they like to romance and all that other stuff, or just do set up relationships because you know YouTube they have fake relationships and everything else like that so no I don't know what you're talking about oh that's a whole different ball ball game but like what fake relationship what does that mean I mean I know what a fake relationship is I work here at TMZ so Ah! most of it yeah okay but but like what what, they set it up like Mm -hmm. okay they I ship this right here and then then all of a sudden they start making a YouTube account based off of their fake relationship and then they make videos together like their actual boyfriend and girlfriend yes and then make a bunch of money off of it sometimes they'll have a baby out of it y'all need to go to school (laughs) (laughs) people need to go to college they did a whole ahead. bunch of reactions, mm-hmm. and then we did another one because we were like, "Oh, part two, part two. And then so we really. Oh, so y'all did. So y'all did one yeah, tutorial yeah. video, um, and then you did another video part two after that. Part highly two. requested. Yeah. yeah. So and this is why I think my little tricks. brother was watching. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of people learned. You know, it's a dance, good for cardio. You know, it's really fine. Okay. Take it back to you know your right. culture we're gonna get, we're and heritage. We're gonna get to the whole twerking thing, but okay. go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So um, mm-hmm. we noticed that. A lot of guys were just like, okay, you know, if I do a reaction to Serati, I'm getting a lot of su- subscribers. And they were. They would say that in their videos, too. Yeah. They was like, it's sad that we can't do our own content. We have to react to Serati in order to get views and everything else like that. They yeah. they actually say it in their videos. Yeah. So that's why we was able to repeat some of that stuff because we actually heard them say it themselves. Word. Yeah, okay. but these boys were getting out of hand, getting real descriptive and disrespectful, called us the B word, freaking. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So they were. So they were. This was a video of them dissing you? Uh, there was one that was in particular was straight dissing us, saying that we were overrated. But this, these other ones, they were trying to like, oh, these... It, I don't care if it's like in a... Not a negative tone. Like, you know how a girl be like, I'm a bad bit, right? Mm-hmm. Females, when we're, when we're friends, like, if we want to do that, we can do that. But for you as a guy, you'd be like, oh, these... Oh, no, no, no. You never refer to them. Yeah, exactly. You. So that's what happened there. And like, they would, you know, have Talking little, little shees popping out, getting little boners in their videos, and then just Showing acting like it. they would dance behind. The, the print on their pants. It's just, it was just so disgusting. <laughs> Saying I would smash. Look, how, look yes. how upset the intern is. Maddie's <laughs> yeah. a goddamn Amish Puritan over here. He's very upset. <laughs> no. Wait, wait, wait. So, the, so they're they're doing. Is this porn stuff? What, what's happening here? Say that again. So they have gray sweatpants on, right? Yeah. Oh, I he see. He purposely yeah. stood up and stood in front of the camera oh, for so a long be, period yeah, yeah, of time. They're, they're yes. Be, yeah, yeah, oh, I would yeah. smash the things I would do to her. Like yeah, they yeah, real yeah. descriptive. Like, like being uh, dumb. How old are these guys? Probably like in their early, probably around your same age, just being yeah. stupid. Yeah. So yeah. like, it, there's a set of people, you know, guys that are like cool and chill. Mm-hmm. And they they get the memo like, oh, if I do Sorority videos, talk to about them nice, real I'm respectful. Get fans and da, da, yeah. da. The other ones that get big headed, like, oh, we we was over here like popping before them, and it's like you got to really go back and look at the numbers because so obviously you your videos then pop off until you start reacting. Yeah. To and that's just so the video that you guys did was sort of lampooning those guys. It was a send up of them. It was making fun of kind of how yeah. lame they were, and also talking to your fans about. Um, why what they did was inappropriate. Yeah, we yeah. was basically showing you, like, this is the way to react to Serati. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We dress up as dudes, and we was talking about us. 
mm-hmm. ourselves and like bigging us up in a tasteful way. Like yeah. you don't have to be all extra and descriptive. Like that's sexual harassment. Right. But also, I feel like we just stayed quiet for a long time. So I feel like we did it in a tasteful way. Yeah. Like you know, oh let's let's go. Like me, I'm being the guy, right? Oh let's go react to Sorati because we are gonna get some followers and da da da. Like it's a little, it was a little petty and, and you know a little shady, or whatever. But that's that's exactly what you guys were doing though. That's, that's and what you they guys were saying said in too. the videos. So we're just letting you see yourself. This is how you guys act. And then we gave you also representation of how you guys should There's react. a couple of guys who commented on the video. They're like, I'm not going to lie. This was me. Yeah, no cap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No cap. Yeah. They knew. So you guys take this as an example of telling your male counterparts or showing your male counterparts what you will and will not stand for. Yeah, exactly. That's dope. Exactly. Yeah. That's dope. Without being rude. It's, it mm-hmm. was a very comedic. Because we could have just went on there and cussed them out and acted yeah. the same way they did. Right. We ain't giving nobody no clout. Okay? No clout? Yeah. Is there, any, is there any way that like they like, because I saw that they made a video and they had kind of apologized. Nope. At the end oh of the video, God. they started I didn't talk- watch. Listen, I, I can't watch the whole fucking video. <laughs> I got work to do. I got to write. I got to do all kinds yes, of different things. I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of stuff to do. Yes. I got to go outside and run. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't watch the whole video. I was like, oh, okay. I got the gist of it. All right, cool. I asked them about that. They basically apologized and then they said, but we're not going to change the Who way we are. Because you guys they are They threw a tantrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, at first, it was like, okay, they're apologizing. And then we was like, hold on. Let's, let's watch the whole thing. Through a tantrum, was getting up, getting mad, mm-hmm. upset. Yeah. yeah. Why did we block them? Because they was spamming us, trying to bully us into us working with them. Oh, yes, yeah, another thing. They really try to bully. So they cloud chase. Yeah. 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 And it's just like, yeah, we're some females. Like, we we noticed we don't have no issues with any females at all. It's always guys. Because there was another set of uh, three group of guys. They was doing that, too, as well. It's like they all just trying to... Mm. What, what's your relationship with your male fans, though? Because obviously, being attractive women, mm-hmm. a lot of the guys that are that are that are following <laughs> you, your babies, okay. Yeah. But like, but uh, but a lot of the guys that are that are following you, they're following you because they like to look at you. Yeah. How do you? How, what do you think about that? Well, yeah. there's some of them who actually like dive deep into our music. Oh, I'm sure that they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I was pointing out for the ones who are, yeah. who are watching this and like, yeah. wait, wait. There's the ones that we like watch their music videos and we dive mm-hmm. deep into it. Yeah. Like, there's we've collabed with other dudes and stuff like that mm-hmm. if they're respectful and everything. And it's just like we we show respect to them because they yeah. we we post their singing videos or they're rapping to our stuff or dance videos. You no, know, it's so. crazy. Like we have an energy like um, we have like a you know slight tomboy swag or whatever. We can dance like dudes or you know we get like we're get out mm-hmm. of our comfort zone of a, as a girl would be like oh mm-hmm. you know all neat and stuff like we can be loud we can be messy and we mm-hmm. like to play sports we used to play basketball and stuff like that. So there's a connection where a guy can connect with us or whatever in a certain way so it's not even like you know people try to be like oh you watch Roddy you're feminine did it we actually have you know LG big on LGBT mm-hmm. community that watches yeah, sure. and then, then there's just a regular you know the, uh, not regular but just you know mm-hmm. straight males that are like oh I like your grind I like your hustle y'all inspiring me to do what I want to do whether mm-hmm. it's music like we just did a SoundCloud playlist our mom gives the idea of like give you know people a chance to you know show their music on your platform or whatever, give back, because we didn't have that. Yeah. So there was a lot of male following followers that were like, oh, you know, here's my music, I submitted it. Bunch of whack-ass rappers. No, they there's suck. actually some dope stuff in Niggas there. suck. Both of them. Be honest. <laughs> no. Be honest with you. The honest ladies. Honest. 90% of them was whack. They was rapping. Be honest. What percentage of them were whack? <laughs> Stop! I'm not doing this with you. I'm not doing this with you. There's a Yo, lot I will of say this, man. Y'all keep rapping out there, but... After about four years, if that shit not sounding good, <laughs> UPS. Um, I'm saying, man, don't rap 
If you know who I'm talking to, don't rap until you're 32 and then say, damn, bro, I got to get my life together. You're 32. It's too late. <laughs> Sell drugs. Um, oh, my God. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, so, you guys, you wanna, you're engaging with your fans. I'm going to ask your mom something real quick. So, uh, your mother is here. Hi, Mom. Mom! Hi, how are you? Clap for, clap for, sorry, his mom. Woo-hoo. So, I made a little bit of a stir on Twitter. Tell you why I made a stir on Twitter because people were talking about the Cardi B video, the twerk video, mm. more pounds of ass than any video in human history. Um, I went on there and people were, people were making all these judgments, and I went on there and I said, you know what? I wouldn't give a damn if my daughter was twerking on the boat with Cardi B. I said I don't have a daughter, I don't have any kids, but for me, um, looking at even the young people that I know, I care that they are healthy, empowered, and safe. Mm. Okay, um, and honest. What I mean is, I understand that a lot of people out there have to do illegal things to kind of get their hustle on and stuff like that, or they choose to do illegal things to get their hustle on. But whenever you're doing something that you're taking chances with, you're taking penitentiary chances, you're taking chances with your life. Mm-hmm. So I can't say I would be happy or cool if my daughter or my son were a drug dealer because mm-hmm. you're putting your safety mm-hmm. and you're yeah. dealing. But if you're if you're just dancing or doing something like the Cardi B thing, yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Ignite it on Twitter and on Instagram, Van. You would care if your daughter was out there twerking. Van, mm-hmm. you would care if your daughter was doing this for your mother. <laughs> your daughters do twerk videos. They put them up, not all the time, but every once in a while. What do you think about that? I mean, I think it's a form of dance. Like, it's dancing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not out there. It's, they're in their home. They're doing right. it in their home. It's not like they're out here, you know, in the streets doing it. I mean, it's just... Like you said, you know, a girl can walk down wearing a mini skirt and then be like, oh, she wants it, you mm-hmm. know, type of thing. Yeah. It's just, there's young girls having fun. Like, right. They're just having fun. It's, right. To me, it's no big deal. They're I having got you. fun. I got they're you. They're not. You know, just dancing. It's just dancing. Not I no song. I wasn't saying. I'm not saying. Listen, I'm listening. People are gonna go like. I'm not. I'm not saying that there's anything. I'm no, just I'm saying, saying. No, no, no. Yeah. I was gonna say that clothes. in our videos, we tell people like, hey. This is when you do this, we give a little disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're in a good environment. You're you're, you're safe. safe. Whether you're with your girls and mm-hmm. you be said in mm-hmm. the video. As for those women in those uh, in the in the Cardi B video, it's if just you a grow, video. I mean, I mean, if you, like if you're if you talking about like a like you talking about like a like a thirteen year old daughter in in the video. No, you got to be grown. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Grown <laughs> woman. Like, like, can you no, imagine saying, me no, no, seeing no, my thirteen year old daughter in the Cardi yeah. B? See video? that people yeah. take yeah. that like, think, like, oh, you're no, no. I said in the tweet, I said my grown daughter. Yeah. Can you imagine my thirteen year old daughter? In the Cardi B video, I'm fucking everybody yeah. up. I'm sitting in the boat. So they took that out of context with like, oh, probably like, oh, a younger daughter. Like, if she's grown, yeah, and she's not harming herself, and she getting paid for it, like, yeah. and by the way, there's something else about that Cardi B video that people are missing. What? There are no men in that video. Yeah, exactly. So being I'm so sorry. so so being that there are no men in that video yeah. is not like she's twerking and somebody is. Pouring champagne on yeah. her, swiping the visa. Grown women having way, fun. By the way, <laughs> if you want to get champagne to pour it on you, yeah. that's cool lonely. too. Yeah. But it's not like they're out there and it's like, yeah, hey, there's a bunch of guys and they're twerking yeah. for them. It's a bunch of girls twerking for each other. When we yeah. seen it, it was like, okay, we go to a party with our mm-hmm. age group, right? Mm-hmm. We get lit, little ratchet party, twerking mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's just a grown version. When grown women should be able to have fun like yeah. that. It's like when you go to the club or whatever, and you see, uh, you like a bunch of guys there and these group of girls, or whatever. They they put they flash out and they see their girlfriend twerking and whatever and like mm-hmm. hey and then a guy comes out and tries to dance behind and the, and the girls be like nah back up I remember that <laughs> I remember them days nah, I mean that's what we happen in parties of like that it's like we we don't do this for men we do this for us like l- really like 
I mean, if you want to do for men, you can. Mm-hmm. But like the, like you said in that that video, there was no men. They were just having fun. They love their bodies. They they, they love mm-hmm. what they do, and they're mm-hmm. like they got one of them got paid, won the contest. Yeah. This is one a woman uplifting another woman. Like I'm paying you. Usually be men just. You know, you see videos of getting money getting thrown at strippers' faces, disrespectful yeah. by men. Whole like, rack. no, city girls ain't doing that. She's like, you did your thing, and she straight murdered her. Freaking was head headstand, yeah. did the sleep thing and everything. Right. Like, tell you something. <laughs> For a long time as men, it takes us like men and women are so different that certain things are, get hard to believe. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in college, like my group of friends was called the Player Proof Clique. <laughs> Shout out to Player Proof, okay? <laughs> Me, Ian, Gino, Walter, Ryan, Brian, and Trey. Player Proof. We had a whole chant and everything. It's my dogs. <laughs> and there was a girls, there was a counterpart of ladies that we used to hang around with. They uh. called themselves the Pink Ladies, you know? Uh. You know why? The Pink Ladies? Because Greece. Yeah. Because yeah, okay. like we were the T Birds, they were the Pink Ladies. Yeah. So the thing was that. Every once in a while, they would go out, and we would ask them why they were going out, and they would be like, we just want to go out and dance. Mm-hmm. One of my girlfriends at, was in the kind of, was in that little group, and I'd be like, that don't make, then they don't just want to go out and dance. Why would you go out to the club just to go out and dance? They're like, we're just going out to have a good time. <laughs> See, the thing is, we never just go out to dance. <laughs> if we in the club, on a mission, okay? To catch <laughs> so the thought that you could just go out to the club, listen to the music, and dance, mm-hmm. and not want to like meet guys and stuff like that, it took a long time for me to come to terms with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, like ladies do that all the time. Fellas got to understand, women don't be needing y'all. Like Cher said. Like, they don't, like, they, they don't, they don't, really, they don't really be needing. We, we have to understand we were needed and be there and be there for the right. But sometimes it's just y'all just be wanting to chill, man. Mm-hmm. It's never like that with us, though. Same with makeup. Like, we well, just want to look good. Put the makeup on. It's yeah. not... Dudes be so like, you don't um, put the you don't put the makeup on for 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 dudes ever. It's not it's not unless I really like you. We going on a date and I yeah. want to look special for you. But otherwise, so the guys just, that you just kind of like, you just show up, no makeup at all, and you just. I really don't like makeup like that, anyways. Like right. I'm unless I'm just real lazy, you know. What's but. like, what is the bash? Because y'all sitting up here like two <laughs> little angels, man. What is the bad shit that y'all do, Mama? When have they been? They they gotten in trouble before, huh? They fight. Oh shit! Y'all ever had a fight? No, we have arguments. Verbal y'all heated never, arguments. Wait, no, physical, physical fight? No. no. Y'all never, oh, y'all definitely not black. Like, <laughs> but you don't fight your sister? No. No. Nah, that, that was wrong of me to say, man. <laughs> Sisters don't really be fighting like that. No. Um. So you never had never had a fist fight? Mm-mm. Fight your brother? Yeah, I, I play wrestler. But yeah. not, we, we gotta, we gotta throw away Rob because he he over he getting taller you know what I'm saying bust that ass exactly yeah. so we want to make sure that he ain't doing that to other females and whatnot because mm-hmm. you are a reflection of us you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying yeah my sister used to kick the hell out of me <laughs> <laughs> like my my like my whole thing was a gladiator pit my parents mm-hmm. would be like yo oh we're gonna leave now Ebony mm-hmm. we want you to clean up the house Van we want you to go ahead and cut the grass my parents would leave. Mm-hmm. My sister would be like, Van, go cut the grass. And when you finish, come in here and clean this house up. Yeah. And I would be like, no. <laughs> and, exactly. and then put some on my ass is what she would do. Yeah. So tell me about the music. What kind of music is it? Oh, for us? Okay, yeah. so it's a mixture of R&B, hip-hop, and pop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Auto-tune? So, huh? You know what? Slight cleanup. Yes, for pitch correcting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But can y'all sing now? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I see she rap. Yeah. You saying you rap? Can you, can you like you can rap? Oh my gosh, that's like, like it's so nerve wracking. Like, cause like you, I, I heard the song, I heard yeah. Sway. I listened to Sway. Yeah. Don't sound bad. Thank that you. That sound good. 
energy or whatever. Y'all, y'all, mm-hmm. y'all, y'all sound good though. So, but you be rapping now. Yeah. We've had a lot of people. A lot of people listen to this podcast. <laughs> I know. Well, a lot of people listen to this podcast, man. Mm. We've had we've had a lot of big guys on here who we've had. We've had Dane. We've had Biggs. We've had St. John. We've had a lot. We had Tory Lanez. Who? Joe Budden on the podcast. We had a lot. Of, yeah, Joe Budden. I mean, we do a mix of both. Like mm-hmm. whatever works. Yeah. Like I'm not out here. Like oh yeah. All I do is rap. Man, like spit some shit. Spit some. Shit. <laughs> man, spit that like Joe think you was gonna come uh, in here and not rap. Man, spit some shit. Huh? Go bounce off each other freestyle. Are y'all about to do this for real? I'm gonna tell you something. I, 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 let me let y'all know. <laughs> okay. If this okay. shit is whack, they gonna kill y'all. I we be playing around. Rock Nation anyway. Huh? Good. Oh, yeah, we sound Rock Nation. Y'all sound who? Rock Nation. Oh, is that true? Yeah. yeah. For real? Yeah, yeah. See, that's how everybody act. They be like, for real? Y'all not sign. Y'all sign a Rock Nation? Yeah. For management or? For artists. Lab- yeah. Label. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. When did y'all sign a Rock Nation? Uh, and by the way, by the way, Listen to how mom came in talking her shit. Mom, like, 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 I, like I, I'm like, I'm, this is why, I'm, this is why mom is might. Cause the, the mom managers are the best. It's like, uh, yo, if y'all this, mom was like, y'all need this nigga. Y'all sound a rock nation anyway. Y'all better do y'all thing. Like, His little podcast, man. We about to be with Hove and Tata. Exactly. Need, like, 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 have y'all met Jay-Z? Nah, yeah, we always miss him. Either he'll be at the office the day before or like a little bit early in the morning or there's an event. They did fly us out for the uh, show in Florida, though. On the run tour, I was crying. Did you, did you meet Beyonce? No, we didn't. We got no, she late. smiled at us a bunch of times. Oh, yeah, and Jay-Z seen us. Yeah. He rapping to us, too. We was lit. So you feel like at some point, if your music gets more lit, they'll actually let you meet them because that's kind of whack to fly out out there. Then y'all didn't even get a chance. Well, we were supposed to, but we was late. But look, look, here's y'all the thing. Were, so y'all not, were early a, to the Red Pill podcast, 30 minutes. It's not late our fault. to Jay Z and Beyonce. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't in Miami. Wait, wait, wait. They were 30 minutes early. We didn't even have the fucking room set up yet. <laughs> late to Jay Z. Wow. It was in I'm Miami. On fire. There it was, was not. Okay, California has more freeways. Miami, South Beach, to where we was going, it was literally just one. And, you know, People can't drive. That's oh, crazy, though, because party, I, I... We were at the Christmas party. We didn't go because we were getting ready for the uh, the video. Oh, the, the, the Sway music video. We be working. So, like, once again, yeah. y'all had another chance to meet Beyonce, <laughs> and you chose to pass it up. It's crazy because I was listening to this we interview with Beyonce <laughs> a couple of days ago, and she was, they were asking her who was next up in music. She's like, there were these two young girls that I thought were next up, but I keep giving them <laughs> opportunities, and they keep passing them up. Oh, my God. But this is the thing. First of all, I didn't know that you guys were signing Rock Nation, mm-hmm. or I would never have invited you up here. I thought I was catching you guys on the way up. Okay? <laughs> now I know yeah. that you guys already are doing your thing. I think that, seriously, all just aside, you guys are I, I like talking to younger people because mm-hmm. there's still so much responsibility you're going to have, right? You guys going to blow up, get big, all of these things you're going to have to deal with. And the sort of reshaping of this culture that we have to do, you guys are going to be on the forefront of it. So all of these issues, man, especially in today's cancel culture, mm-hmm. y'all got to be ready. You have to be ready for people to look at you and say whatever they're going to say about you. These mm-hmm. people are probably going to listen to parts of this interview. They might be a little touched about it. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with criticism how do you deal with you can't make a video about everyone how you guys deal with shit that happens to you is going to denote you know where you go so i mean everybody has their own opinions you so can't please everybody that's you gotta live by that you can't please everybody mm-hmm. you gonna have haters you have people that's not gonna see the same way like you know kanye has his opinion or whatever there's some people that understand and people that don't who and kanye 
West? Yeah, that's what I'm okay. saying. Yeah, people have their like they can either understand where he's coming from or they don't. Like, how do you feel about huh? that? Honestly, truly, I don't know because he he be going back and forth. So mm-hmm. you know, but do you guys care about politics or any of those yes, issues at all? Because the president we have is trash. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, we're over here. People are out of jobs because uh, we're not getting paid because he wants a wall built. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm not going to give y'all money until I get my mm-hmm. wall. That sounds like a little kid that's not getting his way. It yeah. makes no sense yeah. at all. Yeah. And we're not even going to get Don't alienate anyone. If you can make a change, go out there and make a change. Yeah. And that's, that includes going to go vote. And that's politics. Um, our thing is what we believe in, we stand for it. Like right. If you believe in something, go hard for it. That's all you can do. Yeah. Last topic. Mm-hmm. Guys. What about them? How many celebrities have crept into the DMs? <laughs> you don't even have to name. You don't have to name names. There's a couple. Like, how how famous are they? They people's faves. They people's fave. So it could be any department, though. Right. Like. So they could be a comedian. Could be a comedian. Yeah. Could be an actor. It could be an athlete. Could be. A, that's not even. That don't count. <laughs> I like you. You. You like the, the athletes don't even count. Oh, okay. The, athlete, the athletes just they. It's too many of them. They. I know they coming. <laughs> um, but other people, comedians, mm-hmm. like musicians, all of that. How do you deal with that? I know some of these guys must be, a, as soon as you blew up, some of these guys must be a little intriguing to y'all. Yeah, I mean, people are slight still sleep, but it's okay. I mean, I don't know. We've just focused on us. Like, we like, our mom raised us to be independent. Yeah. Shouldn't depend on no man because y'all break up, he leave, what you got nothing so we try and build our own people ain't ready for sorority anyways because it's, it's a requirement you gotta be loyal you know you gotta be a real <laughs> man you know what i'm saying you gotta have your own and like people be on their bs and they so want- you guys don't date no we single you guys don't date i mean like go on fun dates like Y'all are so. This is crazy, ma'am. You did a good job. Like, like y'all. This y'all are literally like, like just innocent young girls. We're not innocent. Yeah, we no, we've no, made our no, mis- team mistakes, like, but no, they are innocent compared to like when I was growing up. We were just having fun. We're out there. Mom was out there getting it. Yeah, they're so focused. <laughs> they're, they're so fo- they're so focused. On- and you're from you're from Iowa. Yeah, I'm from Iowa. That was getting it in Iowa, huh? Because probably it was just the Dairy Queen and then there wasn't much else to do. It was a cool move. Cool? Why? And then after that, it was just about hanging out and, you know, yeah, like, was. you know, tractor pools and stuff yep. like that, playing chicken. Cow tipping. Yep. Cow tipping. Yes. Let me tell you something. People don't understand how, first of all, it's very cruel to the cows. But people don't understand. <laughs> I'm from Louisiana. It's cruel to the cows. Mm-hmm. Kids, don't, don't cow tip. But it is fun. Uh, I've never tried it really. I was just saying that. You've never tipped a cow? Oh, I don't tip a cow. I mean, that's a lot of work. Like, <laughs> it's fun. You've done it before? You know, told of course. Them to oh, wow. Of course, you just tipped like the cow. I feel like we're not real Midwesterners. Nah, y'all probably not. Y'all, but y'all, y'all LA girls. But, so, but what, what, like, what, do y- what do y'all look for in guys, though? Besides the loyalty thing, because that's not gonna happen. But like, what, 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 like, what do y'all? Dang, just crushed our dreams. What, like what do y'all? What do y'all? Y'all should just kind of get used to that. That's like you know. No, I no. mean everybody be playing anyway, so it is what it is. But I mean, for guys, you have to have your own. Um, you have to have some amount of respect. Like even to say ambitious, yeah. a hustler, respectful. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Got Loves their family, family. respects mm-hmm. their family. Um. Yeah. Let's see here. You gotta have a little swag to them. Yeah. You know, uh, not I'll scared to show their emotional side. Yeah. Cry. You know, you don't gotta cry, but I'm saying like express your feelings. Yeah, don't have me out here guessing. Tough, tough you know. All right, you guys. Honesty. 
Honesty. Yeah. If you if you want to talk to somebody else, just let me know. Exactly. And that's cool. Like People you don't gotta sit there and cheat on me and break you my guys heart. Have like, a hard time doing that. Y'all have a hard time doing what? Telling the truth. Being honest, like, or you, you guys rather just string us along? Not every man, but y'all like to string people along because y'all scared to be like, hey, I don't want to be with you no more. Or y'all could be trying to like have best of both worlds. Like I'm gonna be with someone that's fun, but then I'm gonna go back to the one that's holding me down type thing. And that's not what we're doing over here. We're not doing that. Yeah. Well, first of all, y'all shouldn't be in committed relationships right now. Anyway, y'all, we got a y'all, career y'all to, babies you know. and stuff like that. Y'all should be out here. You know, holding hands, going to Disneyland, and all that <laughs> stuff like that. All the stuff y'all do with the fellas. But uh, I will say, you know, demand stuff from these guys. Make them work. Because a lot of these kids, I, I don't understand what's going on. Like, when I, like, look, back in my day, mm. you at least had to go to the Olive Garden. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Netflix and chill thing wasn't a deal. I mean, yeah. you come over and we drink after a while, but the first time I got to at least take you to, like, Damon's Macaroni yeah, Grill or something like go, that. Don't go out on dates oh, no plus more. Plus, too, because. Like, we make a good amount of money on YouTube, so we have our own money. How much money do y'all make on YouTube? That's not your How business. How much money do you make? I'll tell you exactly the dollar amount that I make. Oh, that's nice. I don't care how a people... A real businesswoman or man doesn't tell their business like that. We had Amber Rose on this podcast, and she told me she makes $2 million on Instagram. So, Because you know what? Cause, she worked hard for that, exactly. and she should be able to glow mm-hmm. in all that question. stuff. Is, is, is it... I'm, I'm just, this is the question. I'm not going to ask you a specific dollar amount. Mm-hmm. Is it six figures on YouTube? What six figures again? <laughs> School, on, baby. Roger. No. Hundred thousand. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can get up to a hundred thousand. Do you guys get up to a hundred thousand? They get over a hundred thousand. Yeah. Yeah. They get over a hundred thousand yeah. dollars a year on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Is it is it over five hundred thousand dollars a year? No. How we do y'all make y'all money? Oh, we we just did a stuff with Fashion Nova, so they be they give us clothes and then we create content for them, so that's extra income there. But this yeah, Fashion Nova and YouTube for right now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's been enthralling talking to you ladies, man. Um, a lot of interesting things learned. Uh, how many times has Drake DM'd you again? Zero. Oh, okay. Zero. <laughs> trying to think of who it would be. Let's play this guessing game. Why you gotta be me? Whoever. Like, uh, like, 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 like whoever. Uh, actor, athlete, you said comedian? Mm-hmm. There has, there has been a comedian. Yes. Over 30? No, no. Under 30? Yeah. This guy's famous? Like super famous? Well known. Well known. How many Everybody's fo- well known now, though. But how many followers on the gram? I don't know. I see, I see it, but I don't open it. Like, I don't go, like, you know how... Oh, you, you don't open the DMs? No, you know how you have, like, requests? Yeah. You can go scroll. You can just scroll through and you don't got to open it. Mark. I open all of them. No. I open every single one of them. Do you know the weird DMs? Uh, Hey, you know what? Y'all are right. I'm fucking up. Because I send, like, people will send me DMs, and I'm like, hey, how you doing? Next thing you know, every, like, yo. And then it gets, it gets, at first it's like, you open a DM, it's like, yo, I know you see me DMing you. Yeah. Fam, I need your help. They see that it says scene. Yeah, the basketball Mm -mm. team in my hometown, we need jerseys. Yeah, I give it up for Sorati, man. <laughs> okay. They won't tell us who they're dating. That's fine. We're not dating, dating nobody. nobody. <laughs> In unison. Give it up for Sorati's mom. <laughs> What's your name again, mama? What's your name again? Sandra. 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 Uh, we out of here, man. Listen, y'all have anything y'all want to plug? 
like what's like what's the deal like what's like what's coming up like any tours or any be on the lookout for Sarati, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. Big things coming, 2K19. What's happening? Two sisters on the right side by Rock Nation. Hove, let's go, oh, baby. We got the music coming, singles coming. Go ahead and stream Sway, Active, Kung Pow. Exactly. We got merch on there on YouTube. Go ahead wow. and do it all. Share our links with everybody. Be Seratified. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Company Get the fuck off my podcast, man. Today's episode of The Red Pill is brought to you by Jesus and Mero. The brand is brolic, is stronger than ever. With their brand new late night talk show now on Showtime. Love these guys, man. Go to Showtime.com slash Hive to secure your $4.99 a month for six-month offer. Spires March 14th.